Welcome to the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. My name is Glenn Gabriel, and I'm a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. The goal of this podcast is to give you, the youth curling coach and organizer, the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. In today's episode, I'll tell you why knowing everyone's name is a critical skill for a coach. Then I'll give you a bunch of tips to help you remember all the names of the people in your program. Do you know everyone's name in your program? Not just every kid, but every parent, family member, coach, and staff member? If not, can you guess what percentage of names you do remember? I never thought I was good at it. Before I became a curling coach, if someone asked me, how good are you at remembering names? I'd usually reply, not that great. Or some variation of, I'm better at remembering faces than names. Well, I'm going to issue a challenge to every coach that's listening. You can remember everyone's name. And if you say, I'm bad at remembering names, sorry, that's just a lazy excuse. So why is it important to know a person's name, especially one of the kids in your Little Rocks program? Let's start with common courtesy. In a sport that starts and ends with a handshake, we encourage our kids to introduce themselves to others. If something as simple as sharing and remembering a name is something that we expect from our kids, it should be something that we expect from our coaches as well. Let's also look at it from the perspective of a kid, especially a new one to your program. You may have up to 50, 60 kids in your program, and it's really easy to get lost. Imagine going through a season of Little Rocks and barely hearing your name you'd start to wonder, does my coach care about me? And am I a part of this program? We want all of our kids and their families to feel like they're a part of our club. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. I never get it right 100% of the time, so I don't expect that of you either. There are going to be times when you need to say something quickly, say like when a rock is about to hit a kid, and you won't be able to remember that name quickly enough. But, just like learning to call weight, you'll never get better without many attempts and making many mistakes. But it's not all doom and gloom. Let me tell you a couple of stories and share some tips to help you improve your name recall. One way you can prepare is to contact all your parents before your first practice and ask how the child wants to be referred to. Look at the printed list of names. Is it Leanne or Leanna? Alec or Alex? Jane or Janae? Is it pronounced Barry or Bari? If a child has multiple names, do they want us to use their full name or just one of those names, like the middle name? Does the child have a nickname? Do they use initials, like JP? The more you know before opening day, the better. Did we get the spelling right? I'm a stickler for accuracy, and I always hated when someone got my name spelled wrong. For example, my first name is Glenn, with two N's. 
If your club gives out fancy name tags or name badges for the kids, make sure they're spelled correctly. If it means spending a few extra bucks to correct the mistake, do it. A kid and their parent will always remember your thoughtfulness. It's important that you acknowledge a kid and their family the first time you see them at practice. Even at the moment they enter the front door, say their name. Better yet, say the names of their mom, dad, siblings, and other family members. If they're new, or you can't remember, just ask them quickly and promise to do better next time. Remember the sitcom Cheers from the 80s? Every time George Wentz's character would walk through the front door, everyone in the bar would yell out, Norm! That's the reaction every kid wants when they arrive at our club. This also applies when they leave practice. Even if they're not expecting it, say goodbye and their name. If you want them to feel like they're a part of your club, make that effort. Having trouble remembering names? Look at what they're wearing. For example, the Clark brothers are identical twins, and I would always have trouble telling them apart. At various times, I would look at the color of their brooms, their shoes, and even the rims of their glasses. I had some other kids who wore unusual helmets. One always wore a Star Wars helmet, and another wore a helmet with a spiky mohawk on it. Another of my kids wore the same cow costume every Sunday for a whole season. If they're going to do that, compliment them on their attire. It really shows that you notice them. You're going to find some unusual stories behind the kids' and families' names. If they have an uncommon name, ask them how they got that name. They might share a little about their background or heritage. One of my families had first names that started with the letters A, B, C, and D. In another family, I learned that a father and son shared the same name, but that one was literally York the Third, and his son was York the Fourth. For new kids, during the early weeks of the season, write their names on masking tape and put them on the front of their helmets. If your club orders name badges, at least give the parents a chance to get one for their kids. You might want to associate a special handshake or physical gesture like a fist bump with a particular kid. True story, I once had a kid where our special gesture was a headbutt. It's a long story. Do you have a check-in desk? At our desk, we have a laminated house with Velcro spots on it. When a child arrives, the first thing they do is stick their Velcro name tag in the house. That way, we can take attendance and we can sneakily figure out a kid's name if we haven't learned it already. A similar idea is doing roll call on the ice, making sure each kid is on the right sheet. Always test yourself and the kids. I expect the kids to know their coaches' names, and I expect the coaches to know the kids' names. If you get it wrong, apologize and move on. Be aware of multiple kids who share the same name. There were seasons when I had three kids named Max and three kids named Noah. You may want to give them slightly different names, especially if they're in the same group. Otherwise, all of them will turn their heads every time you call them. Always write down their names somewhere. 
I keep a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet with the kids' names and the names of their mom, dad, and siblings, as well as any other significant family members. Writing this down will make it easier to remember in the long term. Final piece of advice. The more you actually say their names, the easier it gets. Again, you'll never get it perfect, but you'd be surprised how many parents appreciate the effort. Some of them even give me a cop-out. They'll say something like, Ah, don't worry about it. I know you have lots of kids and parents' names to remember. But if you want to make every person in your program feel special, feel like they belong to your club, you'll do your best to remember every name. Your goal should be to make contact with everyone in your program at every practice. Even if it's just to say, Hi, Evan. Let's have a great practice today. Okay. Now it's time for this week's Coaching Tidbit. In this segment, I share a piece of coaching information that might help you in your coaching education. Ted Lasso is a new comedy series that debuted on Apple TV in August. It stars Jason Sudeikis as an American football coach who is hired to coach a struggling professional soccer team in England. I watched the first two episodes and... It's like a lot of other sports movies, with an underdog team and a coach that is trying to get them to play together instead of individually. What sets it apart, though, is Coach Lasso's unwavering optimism and positivity. It doesn't matter how little he knows about soccer, and it doesn't matter who brushes him off or who insults him. He lets it all wash away, and he focuses on the well-being of every person on that team. Give it a try and see what you think. A warning, this series is not for kids. It contains some inappropriate language, as well as some sexual innuendo. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To subscribe to our podcast for free, visit our website at coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music was Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.